0: Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you, and I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the Salt. Here we go. When my brother was fresh out of college, he and a couple of his uh, fraternity brothers and a couple of classmates, too, all got to go and be interns in the field of communication for Gomer Pyle. Well, Shazam! Yes, gym neighbors. And they worked there for, I think, maybe six months to a year because he was starting a new TV program, and they got to help with it. So right out of college, just having his bachelor's degree, My brother was all of a sudden there enamored by the stars and everybody. But all I remember was Gomer Pyle saying, surprise, surprise. And we have used that phrase ever since. I mean, it's been, what, 40 years, 50 years? I don't know. But I do know that he is no longer with us, although we got to meet him in person, and he was so different, of course. If you ever heard him sing, he sounded operatic. But the surprise, surprise has stuck with us through the years. And last night, we got to do a surprise, surprise party for one of our friends and neighbors, Mr. Doug. And the reason we all wanted to do a party, the whole neighborhood came together. I had T-shirts printed up with his picture on the front, and it said, We Dig Dug, and all of us, every single one of us at the party had that T-shirt on. And the guy who owned the house next door that was actually hosting the party, so we got to bring in all of the food and stuff, and everybody helped, and the whole neighborhood was in on this. Because he has done so much work for almost every single one of us in the entire neighborhood and never charges a penny. As a matter of fact, if you try to give him money, he won't take it. He'll throw it back at you or he'll tear up a check or give back gift certificates. And so we couldn't think of any other way to surprise Doug other than this. So we've been planning this probably for a month now, and he was, of course, over with his friend, Laurie, and one of the guys called and said, come quick, the electrical circuit that you put in and replaced in our house isn't working, and it's there's smoke, and we don't know what to do. Can you come over real quick? And of course, being Doug, he said, yes, of course. Well, so we had planned that Laurie and Doug and Bud and I and Bruce and Laurie would go out to eat at 6:30 that was the ploy we had so of course he told Lori to go ahead and go with the peppers and then i'll go over and fix whatever's needed at this house and then i'll meet you all at the restaurant but when he opened the door and we were all hiding All of us jumped out and said, surprise! And of course, it's fun being on that end of it. But he was mortified. He turned purple. He started sweating. And he was not... Happy, although by the end of the evening after he had had lots of food and good company and friendship and anyway, he was just at that point realizing it's because everybody loved him and didn't know how to thank him for all of the good things that he had done for us. He has put in a beautiful little hand-laid tile-by-tile mosaic pattern in our shower, He put in two bidets, one in each one of our bathrooms, and he also built a whole new entrance to our dock, which had somehow kind of eroded through the last couple of years, and he has just done so much for everybody else, whether it's carpentry or plumbing or whatever it is. And so I wrote him a poem, and I'm going to include in the title when I post this a way for you to look at the whole surprise and hear the poem, if you want to. But it's just that this was so much fun for us being on the surprise end, but not on the being surprised. Just out of curiosity, because I always try to make a little sermonette out of every event I looked up all of the times that surprise is used in the Bible and it's usually not in a very good way. Most of the time it's a surprise attack. When all of the wars and everything was going on and everybody was just what are we going to do? We're going to meet them. We got to we got to gear up. We got to put on all of our armor. We've got to be ready. And there is another surprise that they mention that in the middle of the night when everyone is sleeping or everyone is just very complacent and going about your regular activities, there's going to be a huge surprise when the second coming of Christ happens. Now, I know this is where many of you are turning this off, but please don't hear me out. Because if you can believe that Jesus came in the first place, and if you have ever had somebody tell you, you got to trust in Christ, you need to accept him as your savior, this is going to be like fire insurance for eternity, because everybody that talks about heaven and hell, if they believe it, and even if they don't, it's still going to happen one way or the other. If there is no hell, I haven't lost anything in my life because I have had such joy and peace and fun and great friends and family and loved it all, believing in Christ as my Savior. But if you're wrong and there is a hell and you don't have that quote-unquote fire insurance of accepting Christ, then I don't even want to think what it's going to be like because I just want people to have the opportunity so they can make their own decision. And all I want to do is to make sure that when God puts people in my life, friends and family, and even those listening to podcasts, that they will hear that I have joy, unspeakable, full of glory. And that's what I want for you too. Here's one that I love in John 10.10, the Beef comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life abundantly. And if you don't think that you have abundant life, why not try something you've never tried before? That's what I did when I first accepted Christ. I had done so many other things, and I had sought out things in Buddhism and transcendental meditation and even witchcraft and voodoo things. And, of course, I had tried just having fun, just being the life of the party and eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we may die. And then, surprise, I said one day, okay, if you're really real, God, If Jesus really did die for me, here I am. I'm going to step out and believe that, and I want to see what happens. That's all I'm asking you to do. See what happens, and you will not be disappointed. I promise you that. I've never seen anyone that has done that, that has ever said, boy, I wish I hadn't accepted Christ. Nope it's always the other way around. And especially on your deathbed, I have that blessed assurance. I love that song, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Okay, there's your challenge my friend. I dare you. I double dog dare you. And guess what? Surprise, surprise. You might just have had that life-changing, life-altering, glorious step in your life that changes everything. Ah. Oh. God, I just pray for the one listening right now that they would take that challenge. And if they've never stepped out in faith and accepted you as their Savior, Christ, I pray, I pray that they will just say this I admit that I'm wrong in certain areas of my life. I admit that I have sinned. I've done things I shouldn't have done. But I'm going to step out and believe, God, that you so loved the world. You sent your only begotten son, Jesus, to die, that I might have life abundantly. And I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to show me the truth. And if you aren't real, I'm going to know it. But if you are real, you've got to show me. I pray that you will pray that, my friend, and he will show you and you will say, boy, was I surprised, surprised see what happens. God bless you, my friend. I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. And by the way, if you would like to see this, if you would like to see it on YouTube, just go to Douglas Surprise on YouTube. Douglas Surprise. God bless you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt.